welcome to another episode of the Author's Lab, and I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, four-time best-selling author of over 31 books, book writing coach, and CEO and founder of AGD Publishing Company. Today, we are going to talk about editing and publishing a book. So I have with me today, Miss Betty M. Walker. Welcome. Welcome, and thank you for having me on your show. You are so welcome. Look, thank you for saying yes. I am super excited about having you with us today. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us about you and your company. Sure. Uh, well, the, just to add on before I give the publishing, just to give a little bit of the background, my background professionally, you know, I have about three decades of experience working in an advisory leadership and administrative capacity. Um, I've also, um, that background includes legal office administration, uh, corporate governance, employee, uh, employee, employer mediation, nonprofit management, and publishing. Uh, I also have uh, 20 years experience as a counselor coach, uh, and which sort of makes me very uniquely qualified to, you know, um, interact with people who need any type of coaching. Uh, from any perspective, particularly working with Christian authors and writers. Um, I've worked for uh, some of the publishers that I've worked for in the past is McGraw-Hill Book Publishers, Black Enterprise Magazine, New York Times, Quadrangle Books. Uh, I've created publications for a number of nonprofit organizations, including several churches. Um, and uh, I have also... Um, you know, work for uh, a small publisher, you know, assist serving as a consultant to um, writing manuscripts and that type of thing. Wow. So do you have a preference when it comes to the types of manuscripts you like to edit? Um, I, I would say yes. Uh, I try to work with manuscripts that kind of fall within the genre of where my experience and background is. So I typically will <clears throat> work with manuscripts that relate to anything that's spiritual, inspirational, motivational, um, you know, anything like that. I just think it's very important that, um, it, you know, I think that it's important that an editor lend their credibility to what they know. Um, you know, of course, uh, some editors will just take on any jobs. I prefer to work with um, manuscripts that fall within what I know and what I'm experienced in because I find that when you edit a manuscript, um, you're putting a lot of yourself into the work, um, you know, because you want to be able to uh, develop that manuscript so that um, that person's voice and that um, whatever it, whatever concept that, that they have that they want to bring out through their book, you have to be able to relate to that. You have to be able to connect to that so that when the person reads the book, they're immediately drawn into the experience of the author. And so I, I try to stick to things that I am familiar with. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, because I, I do know I worked with work with editors that will sometimes just edit no matter what. But I mm -hmm. like um, what you said and your reason for um, what you like to um, edit, your preference, and that's good to know. Right. What is the role and the responsibility 
of an editorial coach mm-hmm. versus an editor? Well, for me, uh, again, I can only speak from the perspective of my business, how I've uh, built out my business. Uh, and in my case, I um, uh, created what I called editorial coaching as a component to help educate um, my clients when it comes down to the book publishing process. And <clears throat> I wanted to really, uh, I wanted my clients to really understand that. Uh, I'm a trusted and reliable source of information for them. Uh, I find that a lot of um, authors uh, that I've encountered, at least, uh, particularly first-time authors, um, often don't really have a a clear sense of the publishing process and what to expect with the costs that are involved um, in a publishing book. Um, And and so they're sort of at a disadvantage when they come to you. uh, And you really, uh, for me, it's very important to be able to educate them because um, I want my clients to kind of know what they're getting involved in. It's just not a matter of putting some words on a piece of paper and then becoming a best-selling author. There's a process to it. Um, And so I want them to have a clear understanding of what the expectations is from their from their side as far as 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 well as the expectations from me as an editor um when it comes down to editing in particular um i you know i i another aspect of my business that you know i personally think is somewhat unique is that i not only focus on uh, writing and editing content content and making sure that the grammar is correct and addressing issues of plagiarism, that type of thing. But I also want to uh, focus on building and developing the storyline of an author's manuscript. Um, A lot of people are not aware that when they're writing a book, they're actually telling a story, Um, whether that story has to do with uh, who you are as a person or some experience that you have. You're really telling a story. And so uh, I think it's important for um uh every author to understand what story are you narrating what is what is the thought process behind why you wrote the book um what is your audience that you're trying to reach um uh what what is the sentiments that you want to end your book with so that people are left to be inspired and motivated you know whether to write their own book or just to really be able to take your experiences and graft it into their own life experiences. So those, you know, that that's sort of the difference between how I've built out my business versus, you know, I, I would say your everyday average editor or editorial coach. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. At this time, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. When you leave your business, do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. 
Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Hello and welcome. This is Allison G. Daniels. I am so excited about my podcast, The Author's Lab. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. where I will be providing powerful tips, tools, and techniques about writing. Hope to see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Author's Lab podcast. I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, best-selling author, coach, and publisher. Welcome to the show, Miss Betty Walker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So I wanted to get back and ask you a few more questions. What is an editorial assessment and is it required or optional? Um, I would say an editorial assessment. <clears throat> people may have different um, interpretations of what that is. From my perspective, an editorial assessment is really the editor's evaluation of an author's manuscript and whether that manuscript is uh, viable, uh, read- readable, and relatable to a particular audience. Um, typically, it's not something that is uh, required, but you will find that most editors or publishing companies will offer this service just as a general practice um, because you really can't edit a manuscript without having some sense of what the editor, what the author, um, what their intent is on writing the book um, and, uh, you know, whether it's something that you can actually work with and develop for them. So I think it's uh, it's important that um, I think that every author have an editor that will give them some assessment on, you know, what their manuscript is, whether it's uh, whether there's certain strengths or weaknesses in the writing, um, does it follow a particular flow or pattern? Uh, there's just a lot of there's a lot of different elements um, within a book. Um, you know, for example, you know, whether you're building out your chapters, do you have a chapter heads? Do you have subtitles incorporated in it? I usually like to make sure that there's enough subtitles um, within a chapter because it helps to break up the thought process of when you're reading. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of authors will forget is that people have short attention spans these days and they typically... Um, you can kind of lose a reader if you're writing too much material or you're writing you're you're writing without any breaks within your say your chapters. It's always good to be able to help um keep the flow of thought but to break it up by having subtitles that will just sort of help transition them into the next thing that you want to talk about so there's a lot of things that um an editor can help um an author. Um, sort of methodically think about how their book is going to be broken down, how it's going to be conveyed to their audience and that type of thing. So I I, I would certainly recommend that 
uh, every author taking consideration, um, having a, some type of an assessment on their work. Okay, that's really, really good. But it's but it's not um required. No, it's not it's not required, but it's recommended. Um you know, uh, again, if you're if you're author, particularly if you're a first time author and you're writing a manuscript, you don't really have you have your perspective of why you wrote the book and what the motivation is behind it. But the drawback is is that an editor is skilled at understanding what will help um strengthen your story will help uh build out um uh, the various components of your book so that you know people can actually when they read it they they're relating to your story um i i often talk to the the authors that i work with and to try to help them understand that if you write your story and it's not in any if it doesn't have some type of uh, flow to it or people can't relate to what the points that you're trying to make you've already lost your audience. So it's very important that you you work with an editor that first of all has some experience in maybe the background of whatever it is that you're talking about and can really help you convey your story in a way that, you know, the, the objective at the end of the day is that you would sell books. Um, I, I've had some authors who um, had a manuscript and just wanted to maybe sell a couple of books well, in my mind, the, the amount of um, financial investment that goes into publishing a book is not worth you just publishing one or two books. I think that if you're going to actually write a book, you should write it with the intent that people will want to buy the book and that it will be, you may not necessarily become a best-selling um, author, but you should be, you, you should have the um investment into your book that you want it to be something that multiple people will read. Um, and so that's one of the things that I think that's very important, you know, to having an assessment done on your work. It, it, it helps you to sort of cover all of the bases and to be able to get to, you know, your ultimate goal, whatever that may be. And that's, that's really good to know because every now and then I run across, um, you know, potential clients, and they really want to bypass the editing. And mm -hmm. I'm always telling them editing is very important. If you do anything, um, if you just want to, you know, cut through something, which I don't um, recommend you cut through anything um, because your book represents you, but mm -hmm. they always want to bypass that editing. And editing is really important. And, um, you know, I get it a lot. I already had, um, you know, my aunt edit and my um, cousin edited, and I had two mm -hmm. friends look at it, and I said, but they're not professional editors, so they really don't know what they actually should be looking for. So right. do you, um, and, and I think you already answered this, but do you believe that it is really important for you to have your book edited by a professional editor? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I understand exactly what you're saying because I've run into similar challenges. And I think that people often want to avoid the editing process because they want to avoid the financial commitment that's involved in it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that when an editor gets your manuscript, um, they are, most are, you know, there are some unethical um, publishers and editors out in the industry. You have to really be careful about that. But but the um, the gist behind it is that an editor um, should have 
some experience in uh, sentence structure, grammar, um, knowing how to convey your thoughts in um, in a concise way. You know, some um, I, I excuse me, I've come across some authors who will take two and three sentences to something that you could, as an editor, uh, reduce down to one sentence. So, you know, we're experienced in knowing how to, um, you know, bring your thought process together. Um, you don't need to say, you don't need a whole paragraph um, to be able to say something that you can, uh, an editor is skilled to be able to say in one or two sentences. Um, and then there's also the challenge of, <clears throat> I've had some uh, authors who have wanted to um, use, for, exact, for example, uh, street jargon. Uh, well, when you're writing a professional book, um, that's just not something that's that's used. You know, you don't use uh, even <clears throat> when I went to uh, when I was working on my master's degree at Regent. Uh, one of the things that we were trained to do is not to use conjunctions like, you know, ain't or can't, you know, you always spell the words out. And that's how you treat it from a professional standpoint. Um, and there's just a lot of different elements about editing that a lot of people simply just don't understand. And it's not really a matter of, you know, okay, this, what I wrote makes sense to me. But an editor is a, a, a editor is skilled at understanding whether what you wrote makes sense altogether. Um, you can have I, I find a lot of authors are really uh, passionate about their work as they should be, um, but you also have to uh, take into account that you're not you know you're you're not uh, a professional when it comes down to editing. You only are the storyteller. Um, you're only the person that. Uh, has an idea or a thought or a concept that you want to convey, but rely on someone who has the expertise to give you uh, what you want, you know, uh, at the end of the day for your book to convey. Um, it, it's the same process as, for example, um, in your home. If you're not a licensed plumber, I'm not going to sit down and try to tackle uh, addressing a plumbing issue or you know, woodworking or any type of thing, you know, always want to go to an expert to be able to accomplish what you need <clears throat> because at the end of the day, you want a product that you're proud of and that is um, reflective of who you are. And I think that's the part that a lot of um, uh, people, particularly people that are first-time editors, they miss that process. Um, you know, uh, I've I've even heard of hard stories where people have, um, uh, become uh, or invested a considerable amount of money with um, someone that's unethical uh, will take their money and not really edit their work at all. Um, and so it's it's really important that you find an editor that has some experience, knows what they're talking about, and um, you know can give you whatever it is that you want. One of the things that I do in my business um, is I will um, I give. Uh, once a, a person gives me a manuscript, I revamp that um, manuscript so that it looks like a professional manuscript that you would submit to a book, book publisher. I also give them, you know, um, some recommendations on their front matter. Um, I write out their introduction and I give them a sample of their first chapter. And the whole basis of me giving them the sample manuscript is so that they can kind of get a feel for how I edit. 
and how I have um, translated some of their thoughts and words uh, into something more meaningful. And I do this to give them an opportunity to see, are they comfortable with me? Because I think that as an author, you should be paired with somebody that um, you have a connection to. You know, um, the editor... Uh, author relationship is a very uh, intimate one from my perspective because, you know, the editor has to be able to uh, understand what you're trying to say, how you want to say it, and be able to convert all of that information using their particular skills and uh, knowledge base to be able to uh, put, to translate all of that onto paper. Um, and and uh, and I, so I think it's very important that an author also have a, a trusted relationship. They have to trust their editor that they know what they're doing. Um, and and so it's a very to to me a very symbiotic relationship in that you know there's a there's a level of trust that the author has to have with the editor to believe that okay you're not out to take advantage of me you know i i i have the confidence to believe that you know what you're doing and that you're really going to help me uh produce a book that people will will love to read and will often reflect back to um and and the editor has to be able to have the ability to um to really capture the author's voice to capture their story and to be able to translate it on paper. So there, you know, as I said, there's a very symbiotic relationship that goes on between the author and the editor. Okay. That's really good advice. That's really good um, advice to um, give out. So for first time writers and authors, what advice would you give a first time writer or author? Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, <clears throat> the first thing that I would probably tell them is that take your time writing your manuscript. You know, I, I've come across so many authors that want to, you know, write a manuscript and just throw some words together and paragraphs, and they they have no they have no um, order to how they're saying things. Um, uh, and and they want to rush the process because they in in their mind it's more important to be able to say oh I'm a I'm a published author as opposed to saying that you're an author that has a, a message that will be uh, not on maybe local national uh, global uh, I, I think it's important that they you know just take the time I found a, a lot of authors. Will uh, create a manuscript and just uh, give it over to a publisher. But the reality is, is that if your uh, manuscript doesn't uh, make sense or doesn't uh, capture, you know, uh, 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 here's a good example of what I'm uh, the point that I'm trying to make is that if you go to a, a traditional publisher, one where you have to uh, give them. A, a proposal of you know what you're going to write. They usually require you to you know write your um, your introduction and maybe offer one or two one up between one and three chapters of what. And a lot of those type of um, proposals get rejected 
because there there's no thought process behind with it. You should be able to capture a reader um, between your introduction and your first chapter. You should be able to capture a reader's attention, uh, or even if you're going to a traditional publisher, uh, whatever you have to say should be able to capture them. Well, that's not something that typically most people are skilled at knowing how to do. And so that's where you having a professional editor um, on your team uh, as far as you know, the publication of your book will be, will help build uh, benefit you, um, and, and I think that uh, far too often um, they will write manuscripts without having. Uh, and, and this is one of the things that I've observed over the years is that they'll write a manuscript, but they never go back and read it. So when they give it to you, you, you as an editor. You're like, well, okay, well, what were they trying to say? What's the point that they're trying to make here? And it's because if they would actually simply take the time to go back and reread what they wrote, they might have a different thought process about it or they might have a different way of saying whatever they're saying. I do the same thing now even when I'm writing emails or I'm writing a letter. I might write out whatever I want, but I always go back and reread it maybe two, three times just to make sure did I leave a word out, um, did I say something that might be offensive. You know, so I, I think it's important that you take the time to write it. You know, don't get caught up in the concept of hearing when you hear people say, well, I wrote a book in a week. You know, don't get caught up with the the marketing and the promotion of a book based on other people's experiences. Write your book, take the time to read it, reread it, review it, make your make your final edits, and then uh, submit it to a publisher. No, no, just don't throw something together and then um, expect a um, a publisher and an editor to kind of figure out what you're trying to say. Uh, I, I think that if you're going to write a book, you should have an investment into your writing. Uh, this is something that's personal and speaks of you. Uh, if you don't really take the time to, if you will, your book is an introduction to um, to the world of who you are and what you have to say, what your thoughts are. Uh, if you don't take the time to introduce yourself, probably people can get the wrong impression of who you are. So that's one thing I would say. The other thing is that um, uh, I, I think it's important to understand the why behind why you're writing a book. You know, you should have a very clear sense of what your motives are um, and, um, you know, are you writing this because you want to get a message across to a particular uh, audience or, or group of people? Are you just writing it because you want to boost your ego? You know, are you trying to vent feelings or you want to get back at somebody that hurts you? Um, you know, are you are you writing it simply because you want to become wealthy or you want to become a best-selling author? You know, all those the reasons are admirable, but they really don't mean anything if there's no message behind your story. Um, I, I've had authors in the past who have submitted manuscripts, you know, that have dealt with um, abuse, some form of abuse. And I remember in particular I had an author who um, – you know, pretty much was writing her manuscript based on her experience and perspective of an abusive uh, marital relationship, but she basically threw her um, her her ex um, husband under the bus throughout the entire book. And and my thought to her, this was my assessment to her, was that I I thought that she needed to go back and revisit 
what the book was all about because the reality is is that um it takes two to tango you know it takes two to make a marriage and you have to be willing you know it's never just one person's fault it's you know there there's always something that the other person may have done or could have done or initiated something that may have resulted in whatever that abuse was or you know just the reality of you know, becoming engaged with somebody because you have some unresolved issues of your past, so you're, you attract to certain types of people. These are assessments that an editor can make in reading your manuscript. And so my recommendation to her was um, I would take the time and go back and think about that. Uh, think about what your what your contribution was to the relationship. You know, was it negative, was it positive? And I said at the end of the day, you want to end your book with, something positive. You want to be able to say, okay, here's the lessons learned from the experience. This is what I gained and I gleaned from having gone through this, and if I can give you any any advice, this is what I would recommend. You know, so you want to end your writing on a positive note. A lot of authors don't even think about that. They're, they're, um, they use their book as a form of venting. Um, you know, it's almost... Um, uh, it's almost, I guess, the equivalent of being sitting with someone that's a counselor or a psychiatrist. You know, it's your way of, like, expressing your thoughts and your words, but that's really not a reason to, um, it, it, you know, if you will, it's a testimonial, but it may not necessarily, if you don't really um, come through an experience having learned from that experience and having uh, being able to assess what you went through and apply it um, to your life so that it, it, you gradually become a whole person, then you've kind of kind of missed the whole purpose behind why you're writing this book. Um, and, and I just think those those are things that are really important to think about. Um, and 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 I would say lastly. Uh, find a publisher that has experience in your particular genre, you know, whatever that may be. Um, you don't want to go, if you're a Christian author, you don't want to go maybe to, you can go to a traditional author or a self-publisher, but do they have, do they understand the uh, language uh, when you're talking about certain things? Um, you know, can they relate to it? Do they know how to interpret what you've said um, into uh, words that are meaningful and that really convey the essence of what your faith is. Um, if they don't, then you probably want to think about finding a publisher and an editor that uh, has that experience. That's just really important. Um, yeah, so, the, you know, those are some of the things that I would recommend to them. That is really, really some good advice for first-time writers and mm -hmm. authors. Listen, I am going to have to have you back for part two. Oh. <laughs> and listen, before we get ready to um, close out, I would love for you to um, give your contact information if someone would like to get in touch with you for having your work edited. Sure. Or having their work edited. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'll give you two. Um, I'm, I'm having my uh, website redesigned and uh, branded uh, right now, but uh, my website address, uh, which should be launched um, uh, t uh, tomorrow, I believe it is, 
uh, or at, at minimum this weekend, uh, you would go to B. Walker Consultants, and that's with the S at the end, dot com. Um, my email address is uh, B. Walker Consultants at Verizon dot net, um, and um, so we can begin with those two, you know, means of contact. Okay, well, I thank you, thank you, thank you definitely for joining, and I am going to um, have you back for part two. Oh, wonderful. Show. So wonderful. I am, I am totally excited about that. Thank you for joining another episode of the Author's Lab. If you would like to learn more about my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program, please visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Again, that's www.agdpublishing.com. And you have a wonderful day.